everybody. Thanks so much for joining us on the Westwood Living Podcast Network. Tom Lydon with you, and I'm coming to you from the office of Conlin Healthcare. And with me today are Mary Carlin and Betty Connors Gay, who have combined their names to come up with Conlin Healthcare. And uh, Mary, I'll start with you because it probably happens pretty frequently that people think your last name is Conlin, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Well, that's what you get when you combine I, your names. We're called the Connellan Sisters. Oh, I love it. I love it. So take. let's start there, Betty. Uh, you can chime in whenever you want. But when sure. did you meet? How did you become partners? Where did your life path cross? Well, we, well, we started out, uh, we knew each other living in Brighton. And that's a long time ago. And then we got married. We moved to Westwood. And then, Betty, you had your baby, Brian, and we decided we didn't want to work for a boss anymore. And we got our heads together and started Conlon Healthcare. And it took off a lot faster than we uh, anticipated. Yes, that was 2001. Wow, congrats, 22 years of doing yes, this. Yes, yes. So if you would summarize the services you provide, let me give you that platform to just do that. Take a couple of minutes here, a couple of seconds, however long it takes, to tell people what you do as an organization. Well, we mostly take care of the elderly people, but it can be any anybody that needs help or needs a, a an aid. We uh, provide aids, LPNs, nurses, companions, whatever might be needed. And then we do a six-hour minimum and then round-the-clock care if that's necessary. I know how important this is. My mom, who passed away in March, uh, had an unbelievable aid, and it was such a relief uh, for us as children, uh, but also just the aides who you work with and have to find, which mm -hmm. is a whole other part of the job I want to ask about. They know what they're doing, and they have done this for so long. Had you done this yourself? Were you healthcare workers who worked with elderly people before you started this business? Yes, we both were. Um, I went to nursing school in Brighton, and then while I went to nursing school, I did this to to fund it. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. So, what's your biggest lessons uh, of working with people who need your assistance? What do you take away from your experiences? Well, you meet many different kinds of people. We often say uh, we could write a book, you know, different personalities, different family dynamics. It's been great. What do I take away from it? You have to be flexible and go with whoever you're working with and do your best. Mm -hmm. Mary, how about you? Similar story? Well, I was a nurse, came over here, and I did some home health care as well. So, yeah, similar story. When you decided to team up and start the business what was your motivating factor besides what you said about not wanting to work for somebody else that's a steep learning curve you know when you decide you want to run your own business and hop into it and you said that it built it grew faster than you expected why what happened more quickly than you expected it to happen we got more clients yeah yeah they just was it were you always here were you always in this westwood no. location where where did you start we started off in our homes we started off in your home in your basement my husband did over the basement, and then we found an office in West Roxbury, right on the VFW Parkway. And then we were there for, what, five years? Yeah. Then we found here. 
and this was so convenient since we both lived in Westwood. My daughter went to school across the road, used to walk over here after school. Betty lives on the other side of Westwood. It was just very convenient. Part of what you have to do on a daily basis is keep up to speed with how things are changing. Yes. And what have been the biggest changes you've seen in home health care over the last, let's just go five years, because things change very quickly in this business. I know that. So what's changed m most in the last five years? Well, in the last five years, I think it's gotten a little bit quieter. There's a big demand for home health care, but I think there's way more agencies now. Back when we started, it was a huge demand. That's why we were surprised we got so busy so quickly. And it was like that for quite a while. And then the economy went kind of bottoms up and that changed things. I think that was maybe 2008. And then ever since then, it's been steady and there's still a big demand, but there's more agencies now to cater to all the families. So if somebody has a need, typically I would guess it's the child of someone who needs to get cared for in most cases who reaches out to you, right? So how do they find you? And what's that first meeting typically like when you're dealing with a family? So most of the time they find us, uh, it's word of mouth. Mm -hmm. It's oftentimes social workers or geriatric care managers that we work with or doctor's offices. Hospice social workers. Sometimes we meet the family and we talk about what they need or how many hours or what's the biggest need of their parent or whoever it might be. Sometimes they call and they need somebody as soon as tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So you just get somebody in there as fast as possible. What sort of advice would you give to a family that may not necessarily be looking for somebody right now, but you know, and most of us know, that we'll all probably be looking for somebody eventually. So as you begin to prepare, what are the best words of advice that you give a family who has a parent who's entering that range? It depends. I mean, working with a social worker is great because they kind of go between the agency mm -hmm. and the family and less work for the family to do. They can, like, organize everything. Not necessarily social worker, geriatric care manager. That's what they do. They do hospital visits. They take all the notes. They come back, report to the family. So they're, they work with a lot of agencies. I want to ask you specifically about something that benefited our family, which is long-term health care insurance, because mm -hmm. there's different ways to get insurance, and a lot of it is you know, family gets paid after the loved one passes away. But one of the great things that my dad did many, many years ago is he did establish a long-term health care plan. And how beneficial can that be to a family when they're looking to use services like yours? Financially, depending on their plan, we have a family right now where it pays out 600 a day, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good plan. Mm -hmm. um, Unfortunately, a lot of elderly people don't want to use their long-term care. They, they're saving it. Until yeah, there comes that point. Yeah, there it comes that point where you're like, it's go time. Like yeah. you're there right now, and it yeah. got to that point with mom in my case where we're like, it's it's time. And I think people don't. They need a good. I know this isn't your field, but they kind of need a good insurance person to let them know. Like, listen, if you're willing to spend money on this insurance, and it's going to get passed off to your family ultimately, guess when they need the money? They need the money when they're caring right. for you, right? Because the cost of home health care is significant. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and they need that. So in terms of advice, I, I would guess that, man, does it make it easier for you that someone is going to be able to use more of your services when they have that type of plan? Probably, yes. Yeah. 
because yeah. they have more financial flexibility, right? Yeah. And it's, you know, someone could need five to seven days of care. You know, my mom needed 24 yeah. seven. So oh, a lot of people do. And they, yeah. and they will sacrifice be like, because we don't have the money. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's a key. We can take away from this conversation. If you can do the long-term healthcare insurance, you should certainly consider that and probably even start considering paying into it when you're looking at 60 years old, because when you're looking at 60 years old, you're looking at a, a more affordable rate mm-hmm. and something that's going to carry may, you know, you might pay for a decade, but ultimately, once you hit 70, 75, 80 years old, you will be thankful that you did. And yeah. that's the game of insurance. And mm-hmm. I, I think that people need to really value the, the job that you do because it is a field that none of us really know about until all of a sudden you're thrown in. So what are the best ways someone can get in touch with you? How do they find you? What's the best way to start a conversation with you? Either phone or email. 781 329 3400 and you're the one that answers the phone i can guarantee you that i know that i call, I call and betty's the and one if who you I do too. <laughs> i haven't got you on the phone typically what i call it's betty who answers the phone and then what's the website www.conlinhealthcare.com or info at conlinhealthcare.com that's where we're going to send the emails fantastic well thank you very much for the time mary carlin Betty Connors Gay. All the best to you. And as always, I extend this to all of my sponsors and partners that if there's ever anything I can do to be of assistance, uh, I'm here. And I'm also very uh, appreciative of the support you give to the publication. So thank you both very much. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate it. That's the very latest from the Westwood Living Podcast Network, Common Healthcare. Those are the details. And don't forget to pick up the September issue of Westwood Living, where you will read the full business profile of Common Healthcare. That's the very latest from the Westwood Living Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. Thank you.